Hotline with your besties, Remzy and Jemzy. <laughs> Jemzy. Jemshmem. <laughs> Welcome to the very first inaugural. No, that means yearly, doesn't oh, it? Okay. No, I think you're right. I think it is inaugural. This is going really well. <laughs> Welcome to the first ever Friday drop of Bestie Hotline. Bring, bring. Bring, bring. Where we give you no advice but hash out your issues. There is a difference. Sometimes you don't need advice, but you just want to complain. And you want other people to just get on your level and co-complain. We're co-complainers. Yeah, I like that. (laughs) We are your co-complainers, (laughs) co-conspirators. We're going to hash it out with you. Oh, by the way, this is all HanGP Anonymous. We respect your privacy. We won't name you. We won't shame you. We won't put your face on the gram so you can send us the really juicy dilemmas. So let's dive in with our first caller. Ring, ring. Hi, Gemma and Revzy. Love your podcast. I have a gripe. One of my close friends um, and what she's been doing. We haven't been speaking for a while. She's in Sydney in lockdown, so I completely empathize. But she's gone pretty much MIA on everything, uh, on our responding to me, but also things that are happening in my life that I have posted on social media. So significant events such as my kids' birthdays or when my auntie passed away. I didn't get any kind of comment or response from her to say happy birthday or my condolences for your auntie's passing. But then I see that she's still active on social media and she'll constantly post stories and posts about what she's doing and I've messaged her to reach out and check in on her and then she takes weeks and even months to respond. So I feel like She's ghosting me, but by not responding or even liking any of my posts or comments or anything, I don't know how I feel. I feel a bit annoyed, but I don't know whether to call her out on that. And like she was like my best, best friend. So I don't understand the behavior. It's not sitting well with me, especially when she has time and she's in lockdown and she doesn't have kids. She recently did separate from her husband. So that's why I did check in on her, but I was completely no response from her. Anyway, hoping you can discuss this as a general topic. Thanks. Love you guys. Bye-bye. Ooh. Babe, she's ghosting you. (laughs) She's doing the phase out. Oh, really? Yes. Talk it up. A few schools of thought here. All right. Okay, so a lot changes between when your friend becomes a mother versus you're not, which is what she said. Her friend does not have children yet. Yeah. And she's going through separation. Yeah. Sometimes I think there is a disconnect that can happen where you feel like you no longer relate to the friend who has kids. Mm. I guess I would want to ask our dear listener what your conversations were like when things were going good. Were you constantly talking about everything to do with your children? So I can give an example with Revs when she first had Isla and I had no kids on the horizon anytime soon and neither did many of our friends. There are a few times where I'll admit I judged her. Like I, I did not understand or have the experience of motherhood. I never walked that life. And I was that outsider being like, when I have kids. <laughs> 
you know yeah. we've all been that smug bastard thinking yeah. we know better when we absolutely know nothing I'm not embarrassed to admit that and I remember with Rev specifically as well I felt like she was using her kids as an excuse for everything <laughs> Sorry, guys, I can't make it because Isla's got gastro. Oh, sorry, guys, Isla was up six times last night. And, you know, in hindsight, now that I've got two kids, all of that shit was probably true. Of course it was. <laughs> 100GP, right? Yes. But I was like, she doesn't want to hang out with me anymore. Mm. She's all about her kids. <laughs> lol when the truth of the matter was revs was desperate to hang out with us Mm -hmm. but couldn't because Mm -hmm. she had all these responsibilities that no one else understood so i'm curious to know if that dynamic has come into play my second thought is when you said should i pull her up on that Mm. for me the answer is hungy p yes you should because at this stage what have you got to lose the friendship has already dwindled Mm -hmm. in terms of your usual communication Mm -hmm. so that's gone what is the harm now in facing it front on and just straight up asking your friend and you can frame it in a way where it's like have I done something wrong I would or just are you okay yeah maybe sounds like she's not okay to me if I had a friend who was my best best friend who I'd always had regular contact with who suddenly was ghosting I'd be worried but hang on bit of a detail yeah she said that her friend no longer engages with her content yeah doesn't like doesn't wish her happy birthday but is active online in other ways yes this is such a creepy thing that our generation deal with don't you think yeah it's like i see you're online i've seen you've read my message the little green dot is next to your picture i see you there but you're not responding but you're not responding it's not like oh they haven't got it yet it's like they've got it and they're choosing not to write back but i think that choosing to withhold a like or withhold from commenting on someone's celebratory moment yeah speaks volumes there is choice in the not doing because it's so easy to double tap it costs people nothing no i know but yeah Mm. i think also people just don't think to sometimes but i guess if she used to yeah she's saying she used to do all that there is a before and after yeah so she's noticed a, a shift a huge shift. A rift shift. It's so funny. My mum will call me if I don't like her. So she'll be like, did you see my thing on Instagram? I'm like, mummy, I know you follow eight people. I follow like 800. So if I didn't see your picture, I'm sorry. But she's like, I really, I, you didn't like it. I was like, oh, God. So needy. I love it. But this is the thing as well, is that social media is modern day social interaction. Yeah, totally. Especially when we're in lockdown. I would just say do extend the compassion to the lockdown factor. She's going through separation in lockdown. Gosh, if only I could relate. I mean, you can't possibly empathize, could you, Revs? <laughs> it's rough, you know. It's rough being isolated. And separation is full on, you know. It can feel for a lot of people like failure. You can feel very isolated. Maybe she's looking at your happy life. Or seemingly perfect life seemingly on the Seemingly perfect. Did she want children? Maybe your life, unfortunately, triggers her. Yeah, maybe at the moment she can't quite handle what's good for you, which sounds yuck. Yeah. And probably shouldn't be that way or whatever, but that might be what's going on for her. So I would definitely tackle it head on and just ask the hard questions instead of dancing around it, Ooh. waiting for her to change. What would you say? What would you I say? would say. Would you slide in on the DMs? 
Would you no, text? I, first of all, I'd text. Okay. Because obviously she's making a statement with her inactivity on her friend's account on social media. So I would go straight to texting because it feels more intimate. It's more okay. personal. It's like, I have your phone number. I don't know. I think I would use Messenger. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> There's just so many ways to I know, contact It's exhausting. Go with the text. You wouldn't call? Do you know what? I would call first. And if they don't answer, I'd follow up with a text. Okay. And, okay, I've got an example of this. Oh. So for my wedding, see, weddings are very a very interesting thing because it suddenly shines a light on certain relationships and friendships sure when you get married. Yeah. I'm sure a lot of people can relate to even silly stories like who's a bridesmaid and who's not. Mm. But I had friends on my wedding guest list who were really important to me and two of them straight up didn't RSVP. And then I chased them about oh. the RSVP and they straight up ghosted me. Whoa. I think I tried to extend a little bit of empathy and understanding towards them because if you've never planned a wedding before, mm. you have no idea how much consideration goes into every single decision, including the guest list. Yeah. You can't have everyone you want. Yeah. So you actually, it's it's that weird time in your life where you have to go, who are our friends? Yeah, who are you our know? people? So I was frustrated because I was like, okay, I need to start making catering bookings, like all those things to lock down numbers. So I wasn't chasing from a I'm hurt perspective at that point it was more of a I genuinely need to know it's fine if you can't attend yeah, but yeah. just for numbers but let me know because things are getting booked in and yeah, it's rude to receive an invitation and not RSVP and it's I, rude it's I, just rude it is fucking rude and I feel like <laughs> our gen and millennials and gen z's in particular suck yeah. at responding yeah so anyway one friend eventually got back when I sent the message saying, hey, I've got a book in numbers. And she was like, I'm so sorry, I can't attend. And I was like, no worries. She lived overseas. Like I assumed she couldn't. But you know, when you just go, just tell me yeah. so I can check that box off. My other friend continued to ghost. And same situation. I could see she was active online. I could see she was engaging in other people's content. So I knew it wasn't like she was having a digital cleanse and not being <laughs> online. So I slid into her messenger. Yeah. I went with Facebook Messenger because I know that that's when she, that's where she hangs out most. Okay. And I just said to her, hey, babe, I can't help but feel like you're trying to ghost me as a friend. I, I got wow. to a point where I was like, I, d I don't care. Like, And I said, just want to let you know, it's totally fine. Life moves in seasons. We have friends for friends for a reason, season or lifetime. Like, it's cool if I'm not your cup of tea anymore. Like I honestly, I was not offended. I was because we were entering different stages of life. Like she was single yeah, and I was on a path of, I want to get married and have kids and settle down. So I, I was fine with it. Instantly she replied because I think it's, confronting yeah when someone yeah. is suddenly <laughs> i think it might be yes <laughs> dropping truth bombs yeah. what did she say well i guess i didn't quite get the result i wanted because then she did the back pedal like no 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 i'm not ghosting you well, i just had a lot going on in my life and yada 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 so i feel like i never got to the truth or the crux of the issue i don't know if she was trying to band-aid fix it because it was too confronting sure i felt better going well at least she communicated back because it's the not hearing part but yeah. knowing they're still online that is bothersome to yeah. me what i hear in that is she said i've just got a lot going on in my life this is the thing we all need to remember right so many people even people you are really close to and love have shit going on in their life that you know nothing about. You know, like we are very hard on our sleeve over Sherry people, yeah. right? We tell each other pretty much everything. 
But that's not everyone's MO. Do you know yeah. what I mean? A lot of people choose to privately deal with their shit, process it, work it out, and they don't have to tell you. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely they don't. But when you literally say to someone, it's totally fine if you can't attend, I just need a yes or no, yeah. it's not that hard. Yeah. And this is multiple follow-ups like I must have been like an annoying thing hanging over her head oh I've got to get back to gym oh, I've got it you know yeah. and I was like just clear me off the decks <laughs> just say yes or no and then See, I... if I was getting married now and I sent out invitations and people didn't reply I'd be like sweet so they're not coming <laughs> like, you I wouldn't, wouldn't even not, chase I wouldn't chase I wouldn't spend time on it I'd be like all right fine good this is a first wedding problem <laughs> <laughs> everything becomes about the wedding do you know what I mean and it becomes this enormous thing and everything in your life is thrown into context and everything relates to I sent an invitation it's my big day don't you think it's just one of those things it's like your first baby yeah there's hypersensitivities around it I get sensitivity and you you're like excuse me I am special everyone think about it all the time <laughs> but when you give someone permission to let themselves off the hook yeah, yeah. which is kind of like what I want to tell our DL yeah if you choose to confront this head-on give them permission like actually say in the text it's okay yeah if you need space from me yeah but I just wanted to check in and see if you're okay or yeah. if I've done something wrong yeah, if I I've offended you go at it from that angle yeah and put the ball in their court and then they can choose whether or not to respond but if you actually bring up the big stuff it might force them to confront the issue right back in the arena with you rather than just the avoidance method mm. and I know a lot of people love the avoidance method love I'll just it. pretend it's not happening huge fan of it yeah <laughs> I just think social media and our online life is creepy how that's a layer that we don't really always talk about and acknowledge, but everyone thinks about. It's just funny how that's entered our life. It's a second social life it's that crazy. completely is intertwined with our IRL social life. Can I bring something up with you? My sister and I were talking the other day about this girl we knew from school and we were just talking about it and she said to me, I bet she follows the podcast. And I said, oh, no, no, she doesn't. I can see who follows us. And she said, no, she wouldn't follow you from her account. And I was like, what? Oh, catfish. She's like, she probably follows you from a dummy account. I was like, what's a dummy account? Like, yeah. I've never had a dummy account. Neither. I've never thought about having a dummy account. And then now I talk about this, people are like, oh, yeah, yeah, I've got a home interiors account that I use to stalk my boyfriend's exes. <laughs> what yeah is that just happening online i just feel like that must be so exhausting and also why i guess they want to pry without an incognito right they want to pry incognito so have you ever stalked your husband's exes on instagram never no never i've never stalked my own exes on Instagram. Oh, I've done that. <laughs> <laughs> but under your real account? <laughs> yeah. Lol. <laughs> it's funny. Until we started the podcast, I never really cared about like all those metrics, like who's looking at your stories or how many followers or who's following. I didn't really even engage with those tools on the app. It's not relevant if you're not doing something with a platform. So I never w- would even know who watches my normal stories or whatever. So yeah, I would go and just stalk exes. <laughs> <laughs> probably see me there and be like oh hey (laughs) sliding on in back to the topic of putting the social back in social media yes because i do think that there are people who resist it it's like no social media is not real life which i get it's not it's people's highlight reel yeah but it is a form of social interaction whether you want to deny it or not yeah what i find really interesting is younger generations because for us we were at the beginnings of it so we remember life 
before mobile phones, mm-hmm. before... And we've all still got those friends who our relationship exists outside of it. Like, you yes. just don't really interact with that friend on social media. It's a, I call them, you see them, you know, you, and then you, I have friends who I've become closer with because I pretty much only hang out with them on social media. Yes, me too. Yeah. I've got friends who I have real, genuine connections with who I confide in about stuff talk fairly regularly online and I've never met them IRL yeah wow you can't just kind of shit on that friendship and go well it's not real no it's a social media way it's the new way so I I feel like our kids generation for example they will at some point as a parent you'll have to have a conversation with them about whether or not they have an Instagram account their whole social life in real life will bleed Mm. into how they interact online I was already got kids messenger (laughs) Which I love because when she's not at my house, I can text her. I love that. She sucks at it. Like, there's no conversation. All she says is, Mummy, can we text? Hello, Mummy. Mummy, are you there? I'm like, Hi, babe. How was your day? Mummy, can we text? I'm like, Okay. (laughs) Babe, we're texting. (laughs) We're texting. You're doing it. Cute, though. (laughs) So cute. And she sends me little selfies of her as an alien and all sorts of fun things. So sweet. But yeah, totally. It will just bleed, won't it? It'll all be one. I just hope they can, like, have real life relationships. I know, me too. Anyway. Back to our DL. Back to our bestie. Back to our bestie with a dilemma. What would you suggest, Revs? I don't know. I'm not great at this stuff. I probably wouldn't confront it. Really? I probably wouldn't. I just feel like confronting things clears the air. Yeah. It's obviously eating her up inside. She's been stewing on it. She's been thinking about it and wondering Mm. and getting nothing back. So what else is there to do other than confront it? How much does this friendship matter to you? Well, that's it. Like, I would probably wait until if I found myself posting things deliberately to elicit a response from one person, then I would know it was a problem and I would confront it. Hey, we've all done it. She's laughing at me, guys. Gem's laughing at me. We've all done that. We've all posted something to the ground that's for one person. Party of one. Audience of one. (laughs) We've all done it. You've done it. Surely. I I haven't. You must have. I'm trying to, I'm really trying to think of a scenario where I would have done a post. Like a passag post. A pass. It sounds like your mate's being passive aggressive. Or she's got some shit going on. I don't know. I really think she's got some shit going on. I'm sure she does. But as you said in a recent episode, two things can be true. Yes. You can have shit going on in your life. Yes. And you can be passive aggressive to your best friend (laughs) online by not commenting and withholding <laughs> likes two things can be withholding true withholding likes <laughs> I do find the wishing happy birthday thing online overwhelming so I've taken a massive step back from Facebook Gem, it's not hard okay double tap fair call touche but when you have say a thousand friends on Facebook now I don't really use Facebook anymore yeah. but let's just assume you have a thousand friends on Facebook there are 365 days in the year and you know how Facebook tells you when it's someone's birthday and when someone gets a whole heap of happy birthday messages it's prioritized in the feed i felt like there was a point where i was wishing someone happy birthday every fucking day of the year then there's the thanks for the birthday love everyone (laughs) it's like cool that served no one (laughs) no you got to do the reach out directly thanks for the reminder facebook and then i'll slide into the texts My favourite thing is just to send a gift now. Love me a gift. Yeah. When people have good gift game, I appreciate it. And I let them know. I let them know. I mean, nothing beats good emoji game. Good, strong emoji game. Definitely shows you've got too much time on your hands. (laughs) But here for it. 
Well, like, let us know how you go. Yes. Give us a follow-up. We won't name you because Bestie Hotline is anonymous. Yeah, but I do think taking action is better than doing nothing because doing nothing puts you in the exact same position before you called the Bestie Hotline. But if you actually take action. Self-improvement, guys. Well, I just Self-improvement Fridays. Why not? So Bestie number one says act on it. Yep. Confront it. Head on. Call her on it. Call her on it with a delicate hand. Yes, okay. Bestie number two says... Avoid it. Avoid it. (laughs) (laughs) Just run away from this problem. Um, Have you tried wine? Excellent medicinal approach to life. Hey, thanks, guys. Thanks for tuning in to Bestie Hotline. We hope you like this uh, new little... Segmente. 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 I was about to say, have you got a not sponsored for me? But that's not this episode. Woohoo! Hope you have an amazing weekend. Shall we cue the outro? Oh, what's going to be the outro? I don't know. Do we need a new one? DJ, please. Pick up your phone, it's Bestie Hotline. Yeah, nailed it. Bye. Bye.